1: You're listening to episode 64, brought to you by FabFitFun and Molecule. For $10 off your first FabFitFun box, go to FabFitFun.com and enter the code LOVELY10. And for $75 off your first order at Molecule, go to Molecule.com. That's M-O-L-E-K-U-L-E.com and enter the code LOVELY. You're listening to Cultivating the Lovely with me, Mackenzie Monroe from CultivatingTheLovely.com and bold turquoise across social media, along with And me, Leah Bowden from Modern Miss Mason and LeahBowden.com. So
2: today we're gonna to talk about the importance of community. We love some community, don't we? Yes. Mackenzie. Yeah. We do. Um, and we were just
1: so... chatting about how it can be even from very far away. <laughs> Absolutely yeah and I think
2: the the face of community and what we mean by that has changed Mm -hmm. so much through the development of technology because we use the word all the time and I, I used to be a little bit a little bit judgmental about people saying um, they have an online community. Yeah. I used, I mean this is years ago, you know, I've grown, I've learned, <laughs> but I used I used to think that's not possible. Community is um, you know, it has to be in real life, but I have learned the errors of the error of my ways. Yeah. Um, just yeah, through experiencing it. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Yes. I think so much of it just boils down to not only how technology has changed, but how the way we conduct our lives has changed. Yes. And I think that especially as moms, especially if you're home with your kids, it's just, it can be really hard to find community. I think I did a better job when my kids were little because we didn't have things that had to be getting done during the day. There weren't all the activities and that sort of thing. But once they hit about school age, community became a much more difficult thing to you know, bolster and find and make time for. And if it weren't for the online community that I have, or even through, I mean, we've talked about this kind of a few times on the show lately with different guests, but even just apps that make people more accessible, Sure, that's right. It's just, it's made such a difference. I don't think I could have survived.
2: (laughs) I know, tell me about it. (laughs) However
1: many years without being able to have that contact with other women and other women with similar interests and even local friends who we can't see each other as often as we want to. Yeah,
2: no, I know. And even just after my visit to the States last year, kind of downloading Voxer onto my phone, which we don't really... Not many people use it here in the UK, but, yeah. you know, pretty much most days, you know, my husband will hear the little beeping noise yeah. and say, talking to your friends in America again. <laughs> yeah, <I> am. <laughs> but it's just created this connection that I wouldn't have had. Yeah. Um, and, and you just that ability to be able to uh, respond quickly when you've got a moment and just feel like you're right there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's very, It's it's really cool that we can do that now. I yeah. love it.
1: It just makes the world so much smaller. Yes. Like I was just saying to you right before we started, you were saying, oh, I was in Oxford yesterday. I was like, I've been reading a book about Oxford. And for (laughs) me, it feels like, you know, I'm like West Coast U.S. So Oxford feels like, you know, a million miles away. But then I'm chatting with you and you were just there. You know, it just makes it all feel like, oh, it's not that you know, our lives aren't that separated from each other. They really are so much more intertwined than we realize a lot of the time. That's right.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. I love it.
1: But I think we should back up for a second and just talk about some dynamics of just female friendship period. Because <laughs> it can be a tricky okay. thing. It
2: can. And one of the tricky things, I, I think we create barriers to feel our mm-hmm. friendships, because we often want our friends to be like us. Yeah, we want to find um, connection on so many different levels yeah. of um, agreement, you know, like that whole, Oh, oh that you feel that way too or you understand me or you get that but um i think there has to be if we really want to um you know d- kind of understand female friendships and 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 it's a bit it's a brave move actually i was thinking about this earlier today i think it takes quite a bit of courage to st- to decide to step into a friendship or even uh, connect with someone on a different level, even if they're not like you, mm-hmm. even if you're not in the same season of life, even, yes. or even if you're not in the around the same age. And I know that I have probably got better at friendship as I've got older. Yes, uh, because. One, I um, have realized the value of it more yeah. than ever before and how much I need female friendships, um, especially as my kids have got older. Yeah. And just, just like you said, I, I we're not connecting on playgroups and slings and cloth nappies and the yeah. stuff that I used to hang out in. <laughs> yeah. But actually now it's about real conversation, real prayer and standing together through really hard stuff. And and I think that some of that deeper level has made me appreciate friendships more than ever before. Um, and also, just meeting, for me, meeting women across the globe online and in real life, realizing that um, just appreciating that variety and learning from people that it actually makes me a, a better person, that it yeah. fills my life. Um, But I, yeah. I, I would honestly say that I I've been through phases in my life where I've I just haven't felt like I've been a good friend because I've been yeah. so busy um just doing 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 mm-hmm. like stuff you know yeah um I love I love that uh, Ralph uh, Waldo Emerson quote when he says the only way to have a friend is to be one yeah and um especially when there's been seasons when I felt I kind of use the word like lonely or mm-hmm. I felt isolated in certain situations. Um I I always think of that. Well, I just need to be a friend. I need to reach out and and find someone that I can I can bless or I can be around or I can help. Um yeah, how are you with female friendships, Mackenzie? Well,
1: you know, I think that all my growing up female friendships were just hard. They were just so hard and I think especially as a young mom and stuff, like you said, I, I really wanted to connect with people who were very similar to the way that I was doing yeah. things, I, you know, yeah. we're in the Crunchy Mamas group, and we're doing all the Crunchy Mama things, and if you're not doing the Crunchy Mama things, then you are wrong, and let me tell you, right. man, I think you should come to our side, of, <laughs> you know, and really it's nice. like, I don't yeah. think I could even get past a lot of those things to even just see people for who they were, it was like, if you don't sure. stand on these points, then we can't possibly get a long, or even if I made friends with them, I don't think it went as deep as it could have. And some of these friends that I've now had for 11 years, it's kind of amazing to me because we really didn't have a lot of these similar points, except for our kids were like in a play group together. And yeah, so I, like, I know. Okay. But then as I got older and I matured more and realized like, these are not salvation issues. Like these are not like make it or break it <laughs> kinds of things. No, that's right. It really. Yeah. It, my having friendships with them has helped me to be so much more gracious, not only with other women, but with myself because yep. I tend to be that all-or-nothing person, and it's helped me to be able to not be that as much when you see, like, your children won't be ruined forever if, you know, you end up having to put them right. in a regular diaper. Or, you know, <laughs> like, you yep. you can get past those things more. And it's it's been a long process for me, but now some of my very dearest friends are the moms that really we do a lot of things different when it comes down to all the nitty gritty little points, but we have, we all have a heart for our kids and wanting to really have good relationships with them, even if it doesn't always look pretty. And so that has been enough of a point to to deepen our friendships, that all the rest of that stuff just doesn't really matter anymore. And I think that's a huge turning point from where I used to be. And I was honestly nervous because as you know, I've kind of mentioned on the show, we're actually going to do a show on it this summer about um, how I'm not going to be homeschooling next year. And yeah. that, that that's a big, like hard thing for me because it's always been my identity. Like that's a huge part of who I am. I am a homeschooling mom. And so to not have that anymore, there has been a a big part of like, well, then who am I and who are my friends? And will my friends stick by me when we don't have these similar things in our life anymore? And a couple of them, I even kind of said that to like, well, what are, what are, how are we going to, you know still relate to each other if we don't have this similar thing in our life anymore and both of them specifically that I talked to about this were like but no 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 that's not what our friendship is founded on our friendship is founded on like our love for each other and our appreciation for each other and that's really that's what matters and so we're willing to support each other in whatever ways we're moving forward as mothers
2: Yeah, and I, if your if our friendships are built around stuff and mm-hmm. um, even a, or... and principles and even even seasons of life, um, then they won't last yeah. uh, past that if that's all they're built on. Yeah. But actually when you when you reach in and you decide to connect on a deeper level uh, despite what's going on on the surface despite what kind of nappies you, you know diapers yeah. you use yeah. despite if you've got the baby in the stroller or in the carrier you know yeah. whatever it is that actually we're women and we need yes. each other and there's a there's a connection that is healthy and it's an um, encouragement and just kind of that The integrity of a friendship knowing, like you just said, doesn't matter what you've chosen, I'm your friend. It doesn't matter if our situation looks different, Mm -hmm. I'm there for you. And they are the the life-lasting friendships. I think uh, for one of the big lessons I learned – Probably later in my teens, I was about, about nineteen twenty, and I spent a summer in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Yeah, let's hear it for Grand Rapids, Michigan. Uh, I'm hoping some some listener out there is going. Yes. That's my town. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I have a love of affection for Grand Rapids, but I stayed. I went out on a student visa just to spend a summer out in the states, and um, there was a, a, a two sisters who opted to have me at their home for the summer they were part of a church that we'd we'd contacted and they must have been if if not 10 15 years older than me Mm -hmm. um both one of them was single one was a doctor one was a teacher and they brought me in there to their home now i up until then, a lot of my friendships were people the same age as me and we were all connecting on the same life stage, all that kind of stuff. Well, that summer, I genuinely made two new friends with women who were in a completely different life stage Mm -hmm. Uh, but they were I you know consider them definitely my friends and not just one sided not just you know older to younger but memories and fun and good conversation yeah. and I I love the Bible when it says if you want to be wise walk with the wise and it's yeah. something I teach my kids all the time and I really believe that's um, important in friendship that if we surround yeah. ourselves you know it's not perfect people no, but no. if we've got people around us who can 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 bring wise um you know wise advice into our life or just yes. to love us in a wise way or and i this is the kind of stuff i i challenge my children on is that whole are you walking with the wise and that was such a helpful season for me in actually realizing yes. okay friendship can look very very different mm-hmm. um but those those relationships have really shaped my life um and it changed the way I approach friendship. Um, But I I still continuously, I'm I'm looking uh, at people of all different cultures and ages, and especially being the pastor, we're surrounded by such wonderful variety in our our lives. but people shape your lives the spent the, the people you spend your time with really mark you and really if it's a really invested friendship it's amazing and it's worth it's worth the time and investment it really is absolutely
1: yeah. i totally agree and i think that for me because i did have you know i was bullied a lot growing up and and really by the time i was in high school and college my best friends were typically guys guys were just generally safer. They were less emotional. There was less petty things that they would, you know, just get into. You know, it was yeah. just, it just felt easier to be friends with them. And I was really guarded with female friendships for a long time. And then I kind of got burned by a friendship that I really poured a lot into and then didn't get the same back as a young mom and so that was really hard and kind of put up more of those walls so by the time I got the friends that have really lasted me now for a good decade they are the ones that were willing to keep reassuring me that their friendship was gonna last because I mean I was leery I, I would put those guards up and one of them I mean just over and over again through the years she would tell me like you need to just understand and accept that I am going to be your friend until we die. Like Aww. I love yeah. you that much. You know, it's yeah. not that we talk every day. I mean, we talk a couple times a week. We're definitely involved in each other's lives. But she was just like, she she committed to that that to me in friendship, which was huge to me that she That's would just so say, good. like, no matter what happens. I love you, I am here for you, I will yeah. always be your friend. Whether you yeah. choose to vaccinate or not vaccinate or send your kids <laughs> to school or oh, yeah. whatever yeah. you choose, I will be here. And I mean, she had to say it over and over and over again. And there are still times where I'm like, oh, this this is gonna be the thing. <laughs> she's gonna be like, all oh. right, I'm done. you know. But every time she's still there and she gets into those nitty gritty parts of life with me, and I'm so, so grateful to her and her willingness so good. to give commitment to friendships. Yes. Yeah. I think that's so important, but I also think on the flip side of that, we have to realize that's not every friendship, and it's really healthy for us to have varying degrees of friendship with people like we can't can't be super super deep with everybody and we're gonna be you know have those those kind of little bit more inner circle friends who are still deep and not as deep as like the inner inner circle friends and then it just kind of like it ripples out from there and and that's a good thing Ladies, one of the sponsors for this week's episode is FabFitFun. I was so excited when they contacted me because I have wanted to try FabFitFun since basically they started. If you aren't familiar with what FabFitFun is, it's a seasonal subscription box with full-size beauty, fitness, fashion, and lifestyle products. It typically retails for $49.99, but always has a value of over $200. When the spring box arrived on my doorstep, it did not disappoint. Some of my very favorite products out of that box have been the Kate Somerville Exfolicate treatment. I use it all the time in the shower. And I also really love my free people starry eyed travel eye mask. You guys have probably seen the picture of me on Instagram. I just love that thing. And also all the Tarte lip glosses and lipsticks and they were full size. You guys, it basically felt like Christmas right smack dab in the middle of my spring. So if you want to get a hold of the box and actually get $10 off your first box, you can go to fabfitfun.com and enter the code lovely 10. With that code, it'll only be $39.99 and it's a really nice little way to treat yourself and get some really fun products that you may not have otherwise heard of. So go to fabfitfun.com and use the code LOVELY10 to get $10 off your first box. I remember hearing, I'm trying to
2: remember the, the lady preacher's name, but I remember hearing somebody talk about friendship in a, a, some women's ministry. And she was saying about being cautious of using, you know, looking for a best friend mm-hmm. and, uh, and uh, you know, BFF. It's, it's such a thing that gets thrown around a lot at the moment. But yeah. she was saying how that's just it's too much pressure to put on one person to expect them to supply everything you need in a friendship yeah. and that's often what we think a best friend is is like they are uh, you know they provide all these different yeah. elements of friendship but actually um you often and I know this is definitely in my life mm-hmm. I have this wonderful selection of friendships and these wonderful people and women in my life who i go to for different reasons yes the social elements of that and yeah we all hang out together and all that kind of stuff but you know i I, there are people i would go for to for spiritual insight there are those i'd go for immediately for prayer who would stop what they're doing and pray there are those that i go for who are just crazy and spontaneous and will you know will do something fun to and there's I love that. That as I've got yeah. older, I feel like I've collected these treasures yeah. um, that I care for very carefully. Um, but I, but I have a friend that um, probably similar to what you experienced. She'd gone through some pain in a f- in female friendships, and had a lot of guards up. Um, and I, you know, was I had to for a long time keep convincing her that I'm not going anywhere. I'm mm-hmm. not going to hurt you. I, you know, we this is yeah I'm I'm sticking around you're not yeah. getting rid of me that easily yeah. and slowly seeing these barriers come down because we do often come to a new friendship with pain and with um you know some maybe you're kind of suspicious of of yeah. what's going to happen or what they're like or just cynical because of what you've experienced but I I know that I've learned in my journey with friendships that I just need to stay soft, like soft hearted. And and, and if I am generous with my life, then, you know, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. Um, But I just want to stay soft. I want to stay open. I want to stay generous of heart and life. And I found that to be the most fruitful way to live really yeah. uh, not, not the easiest doesn't come easy when you're young it's definitely something I've got better at um, but just to be be an encouragement people to be a friend to be open hearted and it comes back it, it does you, you you reap what you sow it
1: yeah. definitely
2: works you do yeah. I think
1: that willingness to be vulnerable and keep putting yourself out there, even when you've been hurt. I mean, it's kind of that better to have loved and lost than never to have loved at all. Absolutely. Even those friendships that I've been kind of burned by or had a hard time with, I'm still grateful for the time that I was close to those people because I needed that at that time in my yeah. life and yeah. you know so I think that's a that's a really important thing to remember that certain friendships aren't going to be the ones that last forever that there can be seasons of them you know and and that Definitely. can be okay too that we just have to work through that but I am I'm so grateful for the ones that have made the commitment but then like you were saying like I have two super close friends that are really like they know all the things you know but I still go to yes. them for different reasons you yeah know, I mean yeah. one of them is just lovely and encouraging and you know and then the other one's like yeah I yelled at my kids today too you know Oh, thank yeah. you. you know, I've got this We balance. need the old Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then, yeah, yeah, it just, I have all sorts of different friendships out from there. And, and like we were saying, both in real life and far away, I mean, I, out of those two friends that are the closest to me, one is local and one is across the country. And I yeah. consider myself to be just as close to each of them, which is really just the opportunity that the online world has opened up to us
2: absolutely yeah
1: and i i love that what the
2: online world does Mm -hmm. is it takes away the small talk really because you connect you choose to follow because of a common interest and then you kind of get you might not get so deep, but you kind of find out things about them, and and then I mean I have experienced this so much, so much, and it's hilarious because you meet someone essentially for the first time, but yeah. you know everything about
1: each yeah. other. It's not like <laughs> so meeting for the first time; you just no, dive right in,
2: right in. And it and I'm I'm great with that. I'm fine with that, and I think it's so refreshing. And, and I experienced that just um, even recently. I've been doing a bit of speaking with Sally Clark and in her yeah. conferences here in the uk meeting people that i've connected with online and even just in the in the uk through in scotland last weekend um, meeting people and just immediately being able to get into a deeper conversation of more meaning because we already knew all the all the basics yep. um and, and and last you know last year at the wild and free conference just that was incredible because oh, they have been relationships I'd build up for a couple of, of years. And even when you and I met, yeah. it just felt so normal. Yeah. I was oh, like, oh, there you are. Of course you're there. I know yeah. that face. I've been watching that face for yeah. you know, 18 months on Periscope yeah. or whatever it is. Um and you just knew it. It's like, yeah, I know you. We, yeah. this is fine. This is going to be great. And it's so refreshing. And I think you know, I naturally am quite a well. Definitely, as a kid, I was a very shy person, so I kept my friends few and close, really. and knew who the ones. Uh, and as I've as I've got older, as 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 God has drawn me into ministry and stuff with my family and my husband, then. I've learned to be more generous with my heart, with my time, with my life, Mm -hmm. because I just believe that's the way Jesus is. And it pushes me out of my comfort zone. Friendship really pushes me out of my Mm -hmm. comfort zone. Um, I could easily, in, in certain seasons be a hermit yeah. <laughs> you know, and, just yeah. kinda, and in those seasons the online connections sometimes are easier than real life yes. ones yeah. and it's the real life ones that need that take a bit of sacrifice that take a little bit of inconveniencing and um but i know for, for dave and i recently were realizing more than ever before that those in real life connections those kind of hey yes let's meet up for a coffee i want to sit in a a, you know in a coffee shop with you and and find out your story those are really powerful Mm -hmm. um and it's exciting to be able to do that more than ever really it's just especially with people locally in the UK yeah yeah but let's meet. let's do this in real life uh, some of that I honestly can say has come with age yeah. <laughs> I can speak as this uh, you know early forties been doing this friendship thing for a while now and I've learned the hard way on my side and other people's definitely gone through journeys of forgiveness and healing um, but I've got, I've got people, I've got some women in my life that have been in my life for 20 years. Yeah. And I've got one really precious friend um, who lived in the States for 15 years, then moved back to the UK. And most Friday mornings, we have an early morning toast and tea Aww. little gathering before our day starts. So nice. And it's just kind of learning, this is important. Yeah, This is really important. Rich is my life. Yes, yeah. it's sometimes feels inconvenient. Yes, sometimes when you've got especially when you're homeschooling, your kids are with you twenty-four seven, it's hard to carve out time mm-hmm. to have an un, to have an undisrupted conversation. Yes. It's really hard. Yeah. But it's worth it's worth doing it. It's worth just carving an hour out, getting some yeah. child care, finishing in a hot cup of coffee and having an undisrupted um undisturbed conversation it really is worth it Uh, no matter you know even if it's once a month it just does your heart good it's really good for
1: you. I totally agree and I think that's something maybe just even like giving hopes to the younger moms or you know you're kind of in that age when you've got young kids where there's the different play groups and the you know everything that you're you're going to and the mom support groups and everything but as you have kids that are a little bit older even if you still have young ones you can't really do that as much because you've got older kids. And the groups are just for, you know, babies and whatever. That's and right. it yeah. changes. And I feel like there's there's kind of those middle years where it's just so much harder. Your kids aren't old enough to be left. Childcare is really difficult. And, you know, but now I'm starting to see that hope on the other side. Like, okay, I've got a 12-year-old. Yeah. Like, I can leave his sisters with him for an hour to go right. to coffee. Like, yeah. the, that is becoming more practical and yeah it that is nice to kind of be entering that next phase of like okay they they can be more self-sufficient and I can spend a little bit more time to find those times to connect with other women that's right. and, yeah and something yeah. I found really interesting and this isn't even on like a a super close community level but living in the city for really oh yeah the first time in my life and living in the heart of the city is this it's like this spring awakening I I think of it kind of like we had our own like we don't think of it in the US as I think it's called hygge. I'm if I'm butchering my danish then sorry Oh okay but you know I what never I'm talking about? I I
2: I know exactly what you're talking about but yeah. I'm nervous to pronounce it as I well know. yes
1: I think <laughs> I, I think it's Huga. maybe that's what it is hugga but whatever the danish pronunciation is I I think that we kind of naturally do that in the U.S. because it's just cold. Nobody wants to be outside. You know, like you just get out, do what <laughs> yeah. you need to do, and get back in the house. Yeah. Like that's that's what's happening. But now that spring is really arriving and the weather is getting warmer, this community, like we live right across the street from a park, a restaurant and a coffee shop is opening up Kitty Corner from us this month. Like all of a sudden, there's all these people around and just yeah. like the energy from that. I'm I'm loving just being around people. It's like I haven't been so around good. people in so many yeah, years. Yeah,
2: I'm sure. There's just
1: something to it, like Yes I, yeah. I... Yeah. Well,
2: we. I was saying that to to my husband the other day because we live on a park, yeah. and because the the days are longer, there's so much more daylight uh, mm-hmm. that we're slightly we're getting some warmer weather, slightly warmer for us anyway. And the park is just bustling with, yeah. uh, and some nights there's kind of running clubs and. Uh, families bring their uh, picnic dinner out and sit under a tree and there's something about being uh, separate from it so we're in our home or I'm in our front yard that literally a hedge separates us from the park and I can hear children laughing and you know voices and it's just this it feels quiet in my little pocket, but yeah. if the world's here. But there's, there's something about life, the sound of life, that yeah. even as someone who likes quiet and likes mm-hmm. solitude, there's something very uh, comforting about the sound of life. Yeah. And So I understand that about the city sounds. It's kind of I'm not alone. There's this feeling of I, I'm, I, yeah. I can be here by myself, but I'm not alone. Yeah. There are there's life going on and I I love that I I know what you mean
1: so it's not really like on a a friendshipy level it's just like no. there's something about being around people and having yes. the buzz in the community that yes is just nice I think there's something it does for our souls I don't think we're supposed to you know we're not supposed to do life in
2: isolation
1: yeah no matter how
2: much of an introvert you think you are or yeah. you know we're not supposed to do like I mean generally people who think they're a complete introvert and Uh, love being alone they have pets they will have a dog or a cat a sign of life or they surround themselves with plants you know whatever it is yeah there's something about we're not supposed to exist in isolation we need life around us Uh, and for some one or two people is enough for others you you know you thrive on much more than that Mm -hmm. Um, but people we really do. We're good for each other. When we and you get out of it, what you put into it.
1: I totally yes. think so. I think especially for me, in the season where it can be kind of weird, where I'm on my own sometimes. Yes, like, of course. I'm not only just being single, but not having my kids with me all the time. And even in that way, I really appreciate living in the city. Like living where it just feels like okay, I'm not. I'm not totally isolated. I don't know. I just. I'm appreciating it. So, anyhow. I get it. I get it. It's yeah. great. But, and like you were saying about even meeting up with real friends, you know it can be so hard to make it happen. But I have some, these close friends that, you know, I've had for a really long time, but it's just hard for us to connect. We see each other when we take our girls to dance or, you know, whatever. Yeah, But we all decided, we used to always go out for each other's birthdays, but it had been a year and a half since we'd gone out because one of our friends had moved away and another one of them had a baby. And, you know, like it just felt hard to try to make it happen and was like, oh, it's not the same because our One friend moved away and they said they wanted to take me out for my birthday. And so this Friday, we're going to go out and have dinner. And it's just so exciting to know that, you know, this doesn't happen all the time, but I so, I mean, it's been a year and a half since we've done it. But yeah. we are just like, we're all so excited to, like, oh, we just get to sit and talk and we don't have our kids with us and we don't have yeah. like a definitive time that we have to be home and we just get to, <laughs> wow. you know, like Yay. enjoy each other. And that's, yeah. yeah there's that connection when that can happen in real life it's so gratifying i think it can kind of carry you along like even in nashville even though that was a really really tough time for me it was for you wasn't it yeah yeah it was crazy but and i i even talked about this on what ingrid and fiona like which is the podcast that's in the patreon group but Rebecca and I have said, like, we're so glad that when everything hit the fan, like, I was with her because she we don't get to do life together on a daily basis. And so as much as she didn't want to be with, like, didn't want me to go through something difficult, she was so glad that she actually got to be there with me yeah when that was tough stuff was happening <laughs>
2: that's good and yeah.
1: like even like I got to meet up with my friend Crystal and she was really there for me during that time and even just getting to like see you in person and you know meeting Andy for the first time I know it yeah felt like oh I got I got kind of filled up with people who were like not even intentionally but loving on me and speaking into my life and giving me yes. kind of that energy to carry me forward through the next really difficult thing that I was having to go through ladies it's that time of year when a lot of us are probably dealing with some allergies and we also may be wanting to deep clean our homes which can include the air that we live in since the air inside of our homes can have sometimes even more air pollutants than the air outside of our homes And that's why I want to introduce you to Molecule. It's a complete reinvention of the air purifier. In fact, it replaces 50 years of antiquated technology. Because that's right, the last major innovation in air purification was in the 1940s with the invention of the HEPA filter during the Second World War. But Molecule introduces a breakthrough science that is finally capable of destroying air pollutants at a molecular level. Because of this, Molecule makes a meaningful impact for asthma and allergy sufferers. One customer even said that she was able to breathe through her nose for the first time in 15 years, which of course then leads to much better sleep for not only asthma and allergy sufferers, but also for just all of us who need to be breathing in clean air. Molecule's technology has been personally effective and verified by science, but most importantly, it's been tested by real people. Molecule's already helped allergy and asthma sufferers around the country better cope with their conditions and significantly reduce their symptoms. So if you would like to get $75 off your first order, you can go to Molecule.com, and use the code LOVELY at checkout. Again, for $75 off your first order to be able to breathe easier, go to M-O-L-E-K-U-L-E dot com and use the code LOVELY at checkout. When
2: we encourage each other, We encourage encourage people, we, we're giving them courage. If we think of yeah. it in that way, yes. it's really, it's really empowering. So just, you know, I didn't know all your stuff. I yeah. knew there was something kicking off, but I didn't know really what was going on. Yeah. But all I, all I wanted to do was encourage you. It was so great to me, but you're, you're, when you encourage someone, you leave courage with them. You actually are saying you can do this. Come on, let's go. You know? And I think that, uh, that's, a powerful way that friendships can work is mm-hmm. that if we're not just in it for ourselves, yeah. we're not just in it for what we, and I think if you, if you're lost, if there are people listening and there, they're so concerned about, I'm not, she's not doing this for me and I'm the one who always has to um, ring her or arrange things well that is how it is sometimes and I think but we if you you continue to love and give and encourage it does come back you know sowing and reaping is a real principle and in relationships in all areas of life that It's just a brilliant way to be. Just continue to encourage, continue to give, continue kindness, and you'll find the right friends. It's just Mm -hmm. a great way to do it.
1: And I think for me, almost like on the flip side of that, I've definitely been in the place where I feel like I'm investing more than the other person is. But in this last seven months, there have been so many people who I feel like have just consistently had to be there for me that it's been a good thing for me to kind of check myself sometimes, be like, I need to ask them what's going on in their life. I know. And yeah, make sure that yeah. I'm I'm directing attention to them, too. And, you you know, usually that makes me feel better also when I it kind of takes my mind off of all the difficult things I'm going through and hearing what they're going through, just whether it's their their normal daily stuff or the difficult things they're dealing with. Like sometimes people have been like, oh, I don't want to tell you my difficult thing because, you know, holy cow, what you're going through is so I know. huge. And it's like, well, but we yeah. all have our own things that feel hard to and so I want to still be able to be there for you, even like I don't have to think about my hard thing all the time. Like I'd really rather no. not. And so <laughs> it's it's good for me to have to help you carry what you're going through, too, because yes. it, it just it helps me to not think about my situation all the time yeah and I a friendship can be a distraction yeah as a good a good distraction
2: yeah um you know when we need a little bit of uh, encouragement cheering up just need to take our mind off stuff sometimes a good friend just says hey let's Let's talk about what we're watching on Netflix or, you know, let's watch crazy cat videos on YouTube, you know, whatever it is, just, it's good to laugh. And yeah, we need that. We need the refreshing from that as well.
1: Yeah. that's, That's one of the things I love about like Marco Polo is it allows us to have kind of the, the daily goofy stuff mixed in with, you know, those times when I actually get to go sit down with my friends at dinner and we get to have these deep conversations. And we do some of, you know, we have deeper conversations on Marco Polo and Voxer. But, you know, I'll just, I messaged Rebecca this morning. and was like, oh my gosh, you will not believe how I just cut my thumb with this razor. <laughs> like, oh. Holy cow. You know, it's like <laughs> these ridiculous things or like, my thumb looks like it has gills now because <laughs> oh no. I really got it. <laughs> But you know they're those dumb little moments that also just those add to a friendship too when we know silly little things about each other it doesn't all have to be the deep stuff all the time no absolutely I
2: think the everyday just little quirks of life they connect us as well Um, and it's interesting because I think technology has created a forum it's created a way for us to be probably closer than we would have been a long time ago like being able to talk to other each other all day yeah. through Voxer yeah. or you know you just wouldn't do it we wouldn't have done that years and years ago where you would kind of meet up on a evening and catch up or a weekend or a play group but those day-to-day interactions they're bringing us closer than ever really yeah. just kind of finding out the stuff. and even with things like Instagram stories mm-hmm. Snapchat I mean I'm not on that but I know yeah. that the idea of kind of documenting our lives and sharing it with the world is quite a crazy phenomenon for the older generation like yeah. why why do you want to tell me what you're doing for dinner I and I'm like because it's fun
1: yeah <laughs>
2: like why do I need to know about your capsule wardrobe yeah. um because you might want to do it too yeah exactly <laughs> um, and it's just how it is isn't it we like to share our lives
1: well, and find and- who likes it and who wants to connect on that level yeah and I think that if you go like way back way, way thousands of years back, you know, I think yes. people did live more in community with each other, and they knew more of the inner workings of each other's lives, and they weren't so spread out, and they were doing those daily things with each other. And- yes, yeah, so they, they would have been, yeah, washing yeah. their clothes together, yeah. and... Yeah, that's true. And yeah. so I think, and maybe even hundreds of years, not even thousands. Like, I think that yeah, hundreds, in, definitely. in yeah. some ways, this is kind of like a, a returning to that. People feeling like, oh, we need each other. We need people. We want to connect. We want to know yeah. the silly things. Now, you don't need to know the silly things about a thousand people. <laughs> because that's, no,
2: that's, right. that's exhausting
1: yeah. and that's not good for anybody. But to be able to know those things about the people that you really care about or, you know, I just, I think that it does good things for our hearts and our souls to kind of be fostering that sort of community again.
2: Yeah, definitely. And I think even culturally um, there are many cultures that are much more connected mm-hmm. than we yeah, are in definitely. the West um, through, through life, village life, yeah. you know, just kind of cooking together, cleaning together, um, doing laundry, whatever, you know, in, in communal places. But so we have, come round into this sort of cycle of dividing and separating and being isolated to actually wanting to connect on a different level. So um,
1: it's clever. And And it's important. Okay. Well, I think that was a fun little conversation about friendship. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. But how are you currently cultivating loveliness in your friendship or your life in general? So I would say
2: I am cultivating loveliness by weekly... Listening for fifteen minutes to Emily P. Freeman's voice.
1: Oh, yeah, and her new <laughs> podcast. Oh, I guess it's
2: not that. New. Well, no, it's not no. that normal. Uh, the next right thing.
1: Yeah, her. She, I could her voice. If I
2: struggle to sleep, I think <laughs> actually it's it's a toss up between her and Christy Knuckles. Okay, so be- between them two, their podcast, their voices are so soft and so they like lull you into this. I. That's I want to nice. do that. Yes, I want to listen to everything. Yeah, but um, Emily P. Freeman's it—that is this kind of my this weekly lit- ritual. I look for it on a Tuesday. Like yeah. oh, she's here, yeah. and it's just—it's <laughs> like fifteen minutes. I mean, this week's was a little bit longer. She had a guest for the first time, but it's like 13, 15 minutes of, and you—it's beautifully written hmm. piece of it's like she's reading out from a book and I I love her writing anyway. I think she's an excellent writer, but she's such a great communicator and I listen to tons of podcasts and I love conversation and I love radio broadcasting. I love that kind of style of chatting, but she brings something different. I I couldn't listen to lots and lots like that. There's something about, she obviously has a real gifting for what she does, Mm -hmm. but I found that I, the whole thing of cultivating lovely it kind of comes back to you as something that delight brings delight for me yeah absolutely like whether it's plants or you know a program but this at the moment i i've taken great delight in in listening to her communicate just little little truths about life
1: yeah so yeah, I love it. Do you listen to that? Do you know I've which one only, I mean? I know which one you're talking about. I've only listened to it yeah. a couple of times. I've felt so spread thin on just everything. Lately. Oh, I'm so... Yeah. Yes. And when, I, when we typically listen to podcasts right now, it's in the car. And then my kids want the Wally show podcast. And so no, that's kind I know. of what we end up doing. And then if I'm home and I'm making dinner lately, I've more been listening to audiobooks. But I have big plans for my podcasting endeavors for what I'm going to listen to come fall when well, I have this, a lot of driving time. Well, this
2: one as well, because it's so short. I, yeah. I love a really long. I love I've won. I love one that's like an hour so yeah. I can be clean doing something in my house listen but because it's so short and it's so you can almost apply it to your life she gives these little nuggets of kind of and it's brilliant if you're busy if you're having if you're having to make tons of decisions and you've got decision fatigue and all that kind of stuff she talks about that but it's it's so poignant Mm -hmm. that actually i think it's a really good investment even if you're really busy and just stick it on 15 minutes and you kind of come away going oh i can do that I can, uh, that actually really, uh, and she's a storyteller as well, which I love. There's a big up for her (laughs) Her
1: podcast. It's so good. All right. You convinced me. I'm going to make some time for it.
2: Yes. How are you cultivating loveliness, Mackenzie?
1: Okay. Well, kind of going off that whole thing of living in the city, I bought a bike. which I was no like, way. I know. That's awesome. <laughs> well, we got bikes for my boys for Christmas because we wanted to, them to have some here because we live right on this trail that goes like all the way across our state and into Idaho. And so it was wow. like, well, it would they're definitely going to get a lot of use out of it. My parents are really into bike riding, but I literally hadn't ridden a bike in like 15 years, maybe 20. And so my mom, I think I told this in a What Ingrid and Fiona-like episode, but my mom basically wrangled the guys at Costco to sell us the bike that was already built because she told the guy at the front that I was a single mom living alone with no tools. Really? Like, oh my gosh, mother, I can't believe you. I'm so embarrassed. But and then the next time we got to Costco, the new bike that they had to, you know, build a new demo because we bought the demo they had like zip tied it up on this big display like way up high so people couldn't (laughs) just take it it was ridiculous but anyway i got a bike and we rode we had our first family bike ride like a week ago i didn't fall once It was well done. That's amazing. And It was a pretty good little ride. Like we had we went on some hills and different things. And I was kind of having to like keep up with everything going on using like gears for the first time. And I was thinking I was going to be really sore. And I really wasn't that sore. And so I think I don't know, maybe doing squats, lifting my three-year-old all the time. Yeah, that's probably why. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But it was so much fun and it was just like, I felt like we were in the heart of the city and we were down by the river and it was just like this great little thing to do as a family and since then we've taken one more ride and we even like rode down to the little grocery store in our neighborhood. Oh,
2: how lovely. Yeah,
1: I'm just so excited for what the summer holds for like our little bike rides and everything. I'm, yeah, I'm really excited about it and I never thought I would be. That's so so great. Yeah. Well done. That's really fun. Fun memories. (laughs) That's great. It is. Well, thank you so much for joining me for this conversation, Leah. It's my pleasure. Enjoyable as always. Been great. All right. I'll talk to you again soon. Bye don't you just love Leah? I enjoy talking with her so much, especially about these big topics like community and how we've both been able to experience it in real life and online. And if you would like to experience more community online, I would really encourage you to join our Patreon membership. There's all kinds of different levels that we have available and it's become this amazing tight-knit group of ladies who are talking about their days, talking about cultivating loveliness and pursuing self-care and taking care of our homes. And I just love being able to interact with all of them and I would love to have you be a part of it too we've got an exclusive podcast available in that group called What Ingrid and Fiona Like which is with me and my best friend Rebecca and it's just fun and silly and we're going to have even more stuff coming out throughout the summer and especially into the fall so if you want to check that out go to patreon.com forward slash cultivating the lovely as always you can check out our show notes at boldturquoise.com slash 064 and thank you for leaving those ratings and reviews in iTunes they really do make a difference for helping get other people to be able to find the show. So I so appreciate that. All right, ladies, until next week, when I am back with Lara Casey talking about planning and all the fun things that she offers over at Cultivate What Matters, go be bold and gracious.